Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, August 10th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lit. everyone. Welcome to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger. And I'm Brett Goodeman. We're so glad to be back with new episodes after our short break. And we want to remind you, especially to join us this Friday as our special guest, will be Alan Dyer, who is the senior pastor at St. Simon's Presbyterian Church in St. Simon's, Georgia. But now, before our discussion today, let us calm our hearts and minds with prayer. Let us pray. Creator God, we marvel at the towering mountains. We are awed by the technicolor sunsets. We are moved by the shine of the moon. You are our Creator God who loves us dearly, and we praise you wholly and truly. Amen. Amen. So we are continuing. This is the last in a sermon series on the Psalms. And so this is the very last Psalm, Psalm 150. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty firmament. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his surpassing greatness. Praise him with trumpet sound. Praise him with lute and harp. Praise him with tambourine and dance. Praise him with strings and pipe. Praise him with clanging cymbals. Praise him with loud, clashing cymbals. Let everything that breathes praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Tara, as you said, we've been going through a sermon series during our break for podcasts that revolve around the Psalms. Do you have a favorite Psalm that you return to? So I really like the 23rd Psalm because... um, I memorized it in the King James because that's what I remember as a kid um, when my grandparents would read it. I also really like Psalm 40. I waited patiently for the Lord. Um, what about you? Yeah, uh, I think I think Psalm 12 is definitely um, a favorite of mine. Of It kind of has the... I like the Psalms that have this kind of uh, dip of almost self-pity because it just makes me feel good about myself because I have those moments of self-pity. It's human either exactly. way. Exactly. Uh, but I love what I love about often what about Psalm 12 and and others is that there's this dip and then there's a rise of of you know things are tough, things I don't understand why they're happening, but I trust you God in that. And I just love that little arc. Uh, yeah. When that happens. The the sermon for this week talks about how like the psalms as a whole are kind of um a way of explaining all of Christian life, Hmm. right? Which it starts out with, I'm going to be faithful to God. And then there's this bulk of nothing's going right. Where are you, God? And then it ends with this praise. And I, I, um, I like to remember in the middle part that I will end on praise. Um, but that's, it's hard to do when you're in the valley. Exactly. And, and I don't think we always need to rush to the praise. We'll get there. Yes, we will. Uh, we, we know that that's there at the end. Um, but sometimes, we toil a little longer than we'd like to. <laughs> and uh, my experience is you can't rush to the praise. Mm, yeah. I like to think I can, yeah. but guess what? I have zero control over so many things. Um, so 
I think if I could get out of my way of wasting my time <laughs> on wishing I were feeling something else, it might go better. I don't know. Yeah. As, as you said, this is a psalm that pretty clearly revolves around praise. What does praise look like in this psalm? What does it look like in our life? So here's what I love. I feel like this is a model for how we're to praise God. It tells us who we praise and why, right? So we praise God who has given everything breath and we praise God for greatness and the mighty things God has done. And the part that I also love is um, this kind of praising is not quiet. It's not sedate. Mm -hmm. It's symbols and dance and sounds. And it's just kind of this overflowing joyfulness um, that should be present when we worship and also in our own lives too. Um, I am not a musician. Um, I'm not a very good singer, but singing in church really does feel worshipful to me. Yeah, It really does. Absolutely. And as far as how I do it at home, gosh, I feel like sometimes I praise God by doing the hard thing I don't want to do. Um, I also think at my house, we had this question like, you know, name three things you were grateful for. And that always ends up being about praising God in some way. Yeah. What about you? Reading through this, maybe maybe it's the, the verb of clanging and clashing. It doesn't sound like this is a particularly uh, skillful or beautiful or sound. beautiful sound. Um, but it's 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 loud. It's proclamation. It's it's something that they're doing. It just seems like with anything, any instrument around them, anything to make noise uh, that can be grasped. Uh, and and I I really like that image of. We just grasp at the gifts around us. We grasp at the beautiful things around us. And sometimes our praise doesn't necessarily come out as quote unquote beautiful. Uh, but I think the fact that it's true, I think the fact that we're making it, the fact that we are just moving in that direction is beautiful in a lot of ways. Um, and so that's that's what I love about, again, the clanging and the clashing of symbols. I just like, I shudder to think of that. I, I, it just sounds yeah. so bad. It feels to me like this kind of like full body kind of praise, yeah. right? You know, you're using everything you have to praise God. And I was on vacation last week and watched the live stream of our worship here. And like I sang along with everything and it wasn't pretty. <laughs> yeah. And the other three people in my house were like, oh my goodness. <laughs> but for me, I it felt worshipful to me, um, even, even in my voice. We always kind of pick on a... Presbyterians because we are Presbyterians and we feel like we have license to do that. And uh, I think kind of in that mainline sense of like, you know, we're private, keep to ourselves. Like we just, you know, just like keep it cool. Just keep it cool. And this, even if it's not in your personality to every once in a while go with that gregariousness, that, that boisterous praise, I think is really important into our lives because I think it does something different. Uh, than in uh, maybe how we typically praise, um, whether that's you know softly singing or saying the liturgy along, which I think are beautiful ways to praise. But every once in a while, to clang the cymbals, to be loud, to sing loud to your computer when no one else is, I think is is really important for us t- in our relationship with God. It's funny, in our tradition, well, as you know, here at our church, we often have this just incredible music in yeah. our worship. 
And there have been several times where a soloist will sing and sit down and people will applaud. Mm -hmm. And the, um, the thought about that is we don't applaud because the soloist was offering that for God's glory Mm -hmm. and it's about God. Mm -hmm. But every time it happens, it feels like it's just this spontaneous, we have been so moved. We have to do something. Yes. And so, you know, I never try to shut that down. I think any sort of reaction, good, bad, or otherwise, means that you are in conversation with the Holy Spirit. It's it's often not even a a applause for them. It's just the only way we know how to, we, we were moved so deeply by this beautiful way of praise that for us that can't sing, clapping just seems an appropriate response to God. <laughs> yeah, and I think also if you think about it, that soloist certainly has worked on their craft. Yes. But they have also been gifted. Mm-hmm. And for me, for them to share that gift that God gave them, that feels holy. Yeah. So all that to say, no one has ever clapped after my sermon. <laughs> never, Brett. It's never happened. For everyone listening next uh-huh. Sunday. <laughs> all right. Let's uh, close with a quote from C.S. Lewis from his book, Reflections on the Psalms. I think we delight to praise what we enjoy because the praise not merely expresses but completes the enjoyment. It is its appointed consummation. It is not out of compliment that lovers keep on telling one another how beautiful they are. The delight is incomplete until it is expressed. Hmm. Wow, that's beautiful. Man, it's almost like we planned our discussion around that quote. (laughs) Thank you all for joining us today. If you enjoyed uh, this quote by C.S. Lewis or a past quote, you can go to the website rocketcitylift.com where we have cited and put all quotes up on that site. Now, may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is upon you. Amen. Amen. Thank you.